previously on my best friend's journal. We're road tripping together. Cam's gonna come with me. We're gonna have a beautiful time. Jim was fucking awful for me from like day one of school. Oh my God, absolutely. Claim the insane name this day in time for fall and pray to crime. I say the system got you victim to your own mind. Super embarrassed at Clark's ballet class because I'm awful. Wanted to cry. I'm into it, I'm into it, I'm into it, and it just turns off. I enjoyed him for the beginning of the date, and by the time the end rolled around, I was like, goodbye. Lots of people have heard that story before if they've been listening to this for the past 45 episodes. To adopt a state. Someone needs to pick Florida, because Lord knows Cam won't. <laughs> that was the other reason, because it wasn't fucking Florida. <laughs> and she was like, you have to watch Anne with an E so we can talk about it. I tried to watch one episode, and I hated her so much. This, like, precocious oh, little, like, 10-year-old who won't shut the fuck up. I was like, oh my god. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud, how does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote, this shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred, I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hi, Mike. Hi, Cam. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm great. Welcome to my best friend's journal. Welcome to my best friend's journal to you as well. Has anything fun happened since our last episode? You came to visit me in Palm Springs and it was so fun. I got to hang out with my best friend. We realized that if we're going to go on a road trip together, we may as well fucking hang out while I'm in California, eh? Not fuck and hang out, but fucking hang out. Um, Thank you. <laughs> just wanted to clarify. Yeah, make sure everyone's just a little bit confused about our relationship. <laughs> I don't think anyone is, to be honest. I think it's pretty crystal fucking clear. Uh, you did call me sir in a text message the other day, and it rubbed me exactly the wrong way. But it wasn't intentional at all. I wasn't like, yes. Usually you can tell when I'm like putting on a gross little voice, even in text. Uh, yeah, but you never say sir, so it felt like very BDSM-y. You don't know me. I just. <laughs> I know you better than most. That's true. You know me really well. That phrase doesn't apply to you. Um, yes, it was a full joy to hang out, and we figured, like you said, road trip's happening, so we better get used to spending time together. Uh, yeah, we got to have a little pool weekend. I got to have my gayest moment of the week. Uh, go ahead and roll that theme song right quick. Gay, 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 gay. My gayest moment felt like it was from simpler times, aka like four months ago. Uh, it was just watching Drag Race with you and Peter on a Friday night in the living room drinking margaritas or whatever the fuck we were drinking i don't even know um but we just had a, a really chilled out evening on the couch and it is one of my very favorite pleasures in life to watch gay shit with my favorite gays we don't get to do that anymore it's so nice to watch drag race with your gay friends it makes a difference honestly to be amongst other gays while watching it it does it's a different experience that led to us just like having a goofy evening like playing the piano and dancing around to music in the living room that night and peter just being really goofy and peter was like i haven't seen you this silly in so long oh. i was like i probably haven't felt this silly in so long like it was just a it was one of those moments where i just was feeling kind of um free of spirit and it was really nice i love that yeah i enjoyed singing at the piano it's honestly a rare occasion in, in 
um, unpandemic time. So to get to do it now was a joy. And by sing, I do mean scream as loud as possible. Peter was like, uh, you guys, you're keeping the neighbors up. I'm pretty sure. So we're going to put the lid on the piano right now. He's always the one that's the adult late at night when you and I want to continue screaming along to our personal player piano. He is a personal player piano. Well, it's hard to say. Personal player piano. Oh my God. The slurping noises are out of control. (laughs) (laughs) That is my... Biggest pet peeve when I watch TV. Anytime someone's drinking out of a straw, there's a slurping sound, even when the cup is full. I'm like, how are they making that sound? It always sounds like the bottom of a big gulp when someone's drinking out of a straw. Like This is insane. What sound editor was like, you know what we need? Ice slurping sounds during while well, this person drinks a very full drink. And yet here you are providing me with those noises. <laughs> I don't usually see you with a nice coffee. I'm usually a hot coffee guy, but today it's so fucking hot and I needed a... Uh, a recording beverage so i made peter give me this stereotypical gay venti iced coffee and i like it it's a really nice prop i can gesture to my facetime screen about it i know you are leaning into that stereotype look at that limp wrist (laughs) i feel like this is actually your gayest moment of the week um i will just call this iced coffee my second gayest moment of the week so you have already offered me two gayest moments and i've yet to give you even one i didn't offer you the coffee one you took that but that's fine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, what, what was your gayest moment? I started Love Victor, which is being heavily advertised on my Instagram. It's the new... Because you're a, a gay 18-year-old. <laughs> oh my God, you think I look 18? Go on. I was speaking more about your maturity level. Ha! I stole your insult and made it a compliment. Look at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Mental capacity, not appearance. Uh, thank you very much. It was crystal clear. I am an immature homo. <laughs> anyway, they advertised to the right person because I was like, I'll watch that. It's a spinoff of Love, Simon, which I was obsessed with when it came out in theaters. It is much more like freeform slash family channel than it is any other Hulu the show. Family channel. Oh my God. That was before it was even called ABC Family. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and Fox Family at one point, too. Oh, was it? Fox yeah. Family? Yikes. I know. Poor poor Fox. Poor Fox nothing. But Fox like was an entertainment corporation before they were known for um, false news. Well, yeah, I mean, they still are. Only the Fox News branch is owned by, or is run by the Murdoch dynasty. Um, the rest of Fox, like 20th Century Fox and stuff, those are completely separate. It's true, but just like my friend whose last name is Trump, no relation, like, unfortunately, there's no disassociating. <laughs> Trump, no relation. That is tough. That is super tough. Um, Yikes. Uh, but what, what you going to do? It's really hard to change your last name. What you going to do with all that junk? All that junk in my trunk? Oh, my God. Speaking of junk in my trunk. <laughs> putting a quick pin in my gayest moment. Um, when I left Cam and Peter's place in Palm Springs, they had to get rid of some of their most important objects they couldn't take with them. So I was the recipient of a gigantic rainbow-colored rhino. Yes, it is a, it's a pool floaty. It is obnoxiously huge, and um, it reminds me of like the, the art of Peter Max, if anyone knows who that is. It's just like really bright. They might. We talked about him on here like a million episodes ago. Do you know Peter Max? I don't. Blank stare, sorry. He's a, like a psychedelic pop artist. Uh, one time, I was put on the phone, on Peter Max's phone, with his wife, uh, to be told what he was allowed to eat. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God. I forgot we talked about him on this podcast. One of my designer friends, I posted a picture of that rhino on my Instagram weeks ago. And she was like, oh my God, this reminds me of Peter Max. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy I served at my restaurant in New York. Oh my God, full circle. 
Um, so this Peter Max ass looking rhino, <laughs> so huge. It's meant to be like ridden. It's not even a relax on float. It's like a you sit on it and ride it like a like a bull in Austin, Texas. That's specific. Mm-hmm. Not that we have any plans for a road trip or anything. <laughs> <laughs> not that we're definitely going through Austin, Texas, and not that you're definitely going to ride a mechanical bull. Uh, I actually have already done such a thing, which is good because I don't know that any mechanical bull um, stores are going to be open. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyway, it is actually still in my trunk because I was like, I don't know what to do with this. So it's just living in its sad little deflated puddle in my back, in the back of my car. Um, okay, can I tell you, before that rhino left, every day I would look at it and I would think of one of my very favorite jokes as a child. What do you get when an elephant crossbreeds with a rhino? Um, Elephino. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're oh. stupid. <laughs> it was pretty racy, too, because that was almost oh. a curse word. I, but I, I, I could get away with telling it occasionally because uh, if my parents were in the right mood, they would think it was funny. Because there's a cute little elephant involved. Yeah. Um. So anyway, take going back to the pin in my gayest moment. Ah, yes. Take that pin back out. So I'm watching Love, Victor. The show is just much more PG than the than the movie, but I'm like enjoying it for what it is, um, knowing that it was like tailored for teens. And 31-year-old homos on Instagram, apparently. (laughs) I was just so excited to see a show with characters like me that I didn't get to see when I was growing up who were navigating life while in the closet, but also just, like, navigating life. Yeah. There were, obviously, gay characters I got to watch on TV, but this felt different. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think, too, that, like, don't discount the fact that most of, I mean, sure, there have been plenty of gay men on TV while we've been growing up, but almost exclusively in the last 20 years— most of those men uh, have been caricatures until very recently. That's of, true. Of yeah. stereotypes. These seemed like honest, real characters. And also there was this kind of beautiful innocence to the way these people are just trying to figure out who they are. It sounds like a little bit less, um, maybe a little bit less contrived than normal TV writing, where it's like showing an actual nuanced character going through nuanced situations. And it's not just like gay, 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 gay. <laughs> um, it is like, it's really powerful. It is, and it's the same thing I said about Love, Simon, that I would have loved to have this kind of TV show or movie when I was actually going through these things. I've actually seen a lot of like adult gay men post about the show, and I have been curious about it because it seemed like a, like you said, like a freeform show or something. But I guess I understand why uh, people are responding to this, because it is... Um, it's a rare thing that we get like nuanced young gay characters. It's a, a beautiful thing and I will absolutely watch it. Good. I think you'll really enjoy it. I also wanted to say about this that it gave me kind of a new perspective on the terror of gym class in high school. Like obviously a ton of kids hate gym for a bunch of different reasons, but it's a very unique kind of situation to be closeted and feel so on display in like a locker room. It is the stereotypical place for toxic masculinity and it feels so much harder to hide like at any moment you could be outed and just terrorized i remember specifically in like seventh or eighth grade junior high when we had to get changed in the locker rooms um i was i was so awkward and so uncomfortable in my body but i also had absolutely no control over my boners and i was with <laughs> all these kids who were like my peers who i a lot of whom i found attractive and i knew that i liked boys but i didn't want to like boys and all of a sudden i'm being forced to disrobe around them and i didn't want them to look at me but i also didn't want to look at them because oh my god what if i got a fucking boner in the locker room like i would i would never have survived that so i just remember it being truly horrific on a very regular occasion just like facing the corner getting changed as quickly as i could and bolting out of that room 
Also, oh, the smell of a fucking boys' locker Oh, my locker God. Room. So nasty. Like, gym clothes that just kind of get piled in those lockers for the whole year and never get taken home to be washed. Yeah, awful. Um, but to your point about watching the other boys, that happens in Love, Victor. Like, one of the cool kids has his shirt off, and Victor glances over, and the kid's like, you like what you see? And Victor's like, no, I just, uh, it was a, I, I didn't mean to, and nothing comes of it, but that fear is real. That about threw me into a full <laughs> panic, <laughs> panic moment just imagining it. Um, last gay thing I want to mention about this show i've said already that it was super pg and uh, and i was you know watching it with those kind of goggles on until this one like weird coffee shop scene victor's like crush works at a coffee shop and hires him and so he's like showing him how to make a latte and they are like holding a one of those like little milk tins together steaming it and just making extended eye contact and nearly touching hands and then they're not paying any attention and the milk like splurts over and lands all over Victor's <laughs> chest and his crush like gently wipes it off and I'm like there is no way they did not understand this looks just like a gigantic cum shot all over Victor <laughs> just that's one of those details they left in there just for the adults just for yeah, the ones who get it <laughs> that was the gay writer who's like no 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 trust me look at it look uh, at it um that reminded me I don't know if I've mentioned this before but um do you remember there was a cartoon, I think on Nickelodeon years and years ago, called The Fairly Odd Parents? Do I remember? I loved it. Okay, I didn't know it at all, but my I was not a cartoon kid. We've talked about this before. Have we? I don't think we have. I don't yeah. remember. No, I, I did not like cartoons as a kid. I liked kid shows that, were, that had real people in them. Um, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I just was not like I never there were a few like I could get down with like an episode of Rugrats or something like some of the Nicktoons were okay. But I would much rather watch, for example, Clarissa Explains It All. Oh, sure. Me too. Yeah. There was a character called Stick Stickly on Nickelodeon and he would spin to decide what show was coming up next. And I, there was like Clarissa and Salute Your Shorts, but then also like Fairly Odd Parents and like Ren and Snimpy. And I always wanted the real life ones. Camp on Awana. We hold you in our hearts. And when we think about you, it makes me want to fart. Donkey lips. It's I hope we never park. Get it right or pay the price. <laughs> Glad we both have that. Oh, are you afraid of the dark? Yes. Anyway, we talked about this. <laughs> so creepy. What was I talking about? Oh, Fairly Odd Parents. So, um... <laughs> There, my aunt one time was cracking up because um, talk about leaving stuff in for the parents. So there was an episode where the fairy godparents in this show they go to fairyland and they're standing on a street corner and there's a sign and it's they're at the corner of Siegfried and Roy streets because they're in <laughs> fairyland, which oh. is like I don't know if the writers were like this is funny and we are in on the joke or we are making fun of gay people. I don't know. Are Siegfried and Roy gay? Yes. You say that almost confidently. Yeah. They're like a, there are a couple of guys who I think live slash lived in the glass closet. Pretty sure one of them's dead. This is a strange <laughs> road we've turned down. I just wanted to say back to Fairly Odd Parents. They also had a gigantic mask um, army lieutenant, basically. He was huge and ripped in that kind of cartoon style, but he also had like a tiny little tiara and a huge sparkly wand. And I think it's amazing. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, he was probably verse. I did. <laughs> Oh, actually, that'd be perfect. He's a fairy. He can just like poof in and out. We were just talking about this in the pool. I feel like I want someone who I can like hang out with, have a good time, but then they will go the second I am like, okay, bye. See you next time. Okay. So I think what you want is to date someone, but not live with that person, which is a very real possibility. It's what most people do for a long time before they move in. You often equate when you talk about dating someone like, I just don't want someone around all the time. They don't have to be. That comes way <laughs> down the line. <laughs> that is so true. I've always jumped 
directly to like being smothered because it's always like in a contract or in some situation where I'm stuck oh. with the people. Maybe we're having a breakthrough right now because that makes a lot of sense about why you think like like why you're a little averse. You're like, I just don't want to be around that person all the time. Like most people aren't. When they start dating, they see that person a couple times a week. And if they like that, then they bump up the frequency. Like it doesn't all happen all at once. Maybe adjust the fantasy a little bit. Instead of going straight from zero to smothered, just think that there might be a few steps in between there. If you're not stuck on a cruise ship or like on a tour with the person that you're dating, you can see them as frequently or as infrequently as you'd like. That is super comforting. Although I have to like put put a little self-realization check in here because surely i am the smotherer sometimes uh not when it comes to like a romantic connection i don't feel like you are very anti clingy you're the anti-cling you'd make nope i'd make bad cling rap that's exactly what i was gonna say and then i realized it wasn't funny so i didn't say it yeah that's why i didn't (laughs) laugh but i'm glad to clarify (laughs) before we get into the journal though mike we should mention that um as we talked about last week we are going on a road trip uh, together. And that means that for two weeks, we're not going to be, uh, sitting at computers, able to sitting at computers. Like we both do it. LOL for two weeks. You're not going to be sitting (laughs) at your computer, able to edit this episode. So we are recording a few ahead of time. So we will be in the time machine like usual, but even more so. And we understand that the world is moving at a breakneck pace. A lot of the time we talk about things that are in the news or things that are super, uh, relevant, uh, that are happening right in this moment. We probably won't be doing that for a few episodes uh, very much. And if we do, it might feel like old news. So just know um, we aren't ignoring what's going on in the world. We are just recording these in a time when those things haven't happened yet. All those wonderful things that we should be celebrating haven't happened yet. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's like let's project a beautiful world that's happening while you're hearing this. Oh, my God. Can you believe that Joe Biden selected Stacey Abrams as the VP pick, got elected and then resigned? (laughs) (laughs) This isn't happening before. <laughs> I mean, that's a little too far in the future. <laughs> Give me something closer. Yeah, like, can you believe that Trump and Mike Pence are lost at sea? <laughs> <laughs> President Pelosi has done an amazing job in one week reversing all of the trauma that uh, Trump caused. Yeah, and coronavirus is gone. It mysteriously disappeared. It took all the Republicans with it. <laughs> The economy is booming. I have never had more money in my entire life. Um, And also, we just got picked up by HBO. Oh, oh my (laughs) God. Our sitcom is going to be amazing. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she retired and was replaced by a young progressive black woman. Yes. Also, Brett Kavanaugh just died of a mysterious aneurysm. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only one whose death we're actually going to go ahead and (laughs) predict. Uh, Oh, July hmm. was a big month. You know what? Crazier things have happened in very recent history. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Dream big. Bitch. BS comes (laughs) (laughs) While we all bask in that upcoming glory, let's get into the journal. The upcoming glory hole that is July 2020. By the way, Mama, glory hole is a uh, it's a hole in like usually a public space to allow anonymity for when a gentleman would like to um, store um, store Bibles, store Bibles, <laughs> and other holy texts. Yeah, that's yeah, glory holy. Mm-hmm. Glory, glory, hallelujah! <laughs> glory, glory, hallelujah! Glory, glory, hallelujah! A place to store my Bible. Store my Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> January 9th, 2015. Remind us where we are. Um, we are 
on a ship in the Caribbean. I am overworking as per usual. Like, not overworking, but over having to do work. Yeah, you're certainly not overexerting yourself. Okay, you just calm right down. And um, <laughs> Michaela just joined the ship to visit me for a cruise. Great. So on January 9th, you're in Kralendijk Bonaire. What did you just call me? You heard me. <laughs> um, you got off with Michaela. Awesome coffee and gelato place with glass mugs. It's the little things, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that made the journal. Played cards, drank wine, went to Izumi with most of your cast. Sounds typical. Sounds typical. That's right. Um, the next day, you're in Granada. Waterfalls with uh, castmates and Michaela. Beautiful and so fun. You got Subway. This is one of the very few caribbean memories that is specific like i was i think i said last time that it's so hard they all blend together because i just kind of go to a beach Uh and call it a day but i really remember this it was like a gorgeous hike all the way down a little dangerous like slippery rock but then there's this huge waterfall and you can jump off the cliff into like the compound underneath it really really nice that's so fun oh that's so fun we literally were chasing waterfalls quick do the wrap um i've seen a rainbow yesterday but too many (laughs) stuff no been there wrapped that by the way, you just said calm pond. Calm. Calm pond. <laughs> oh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> Summer breeze, decent show, dinner and dining room, and love and marriage. Love and marriage, love and marriage. We had to study that song in music theory. I guess it's got some kind of like weird chord progression that... Stop it, Michael. No one cares. Um, <laughs> it's like a cookie cutter game show that this this cruise fleet does on all of their ships. It's the reason I sometimes say whoopee instead of sex. It's the fucking dating game. Yeah, it's, it's the, exactly. The, because because the host of the dating game used to um, famously refer to making love as making whoopee. Yes, they stole the dating game and put it on cruise ships. It's honestly a brilliant idea. It's always hysterical because it's just like really really uncomfortable and awkward and always their family members are in the audience. Like you go on vacation with your family, so your kids oh, are yeah, like yeah, and there's. Tons of couples. I mean, there's couples a, a go-go. What am I trying to say? What is the word? Couples a, a go-go. Couples a plenty. <laughs> yeah, that works. And there's also go-go dancing couples. Um, <laughs> Weird cruise. On my last cruise ship, Michaela's parents came and they were on the show. And um, Oh, really? I have videos watching them squirm. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Um, on the 11th of January, you were in Barbados at Boatyard Beach. Did you say hi to Rihanna? I was just going to say, hey, Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> You're my best friend. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. The answer is yes. Uh, good food and drink. Also, is Rihanna's definitely the most famous person we know from Barbados. I don't know any other famous people from Barbados. I mean, so that's like a very limited reference. Yeah, well, we don't. I mean, obviously, we know the gay icon. Yeah, fair enough. Um, good food and drink. Oh, rope swing and nice chairs. Swings and ropes exciting. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, right? <laughs> yep, that's the one. You're with Tallahassee and Michaela. Um, you did you <laughs> Oh dear. There's some judgment here. You did two invitation to dance shows. Michaela missed the first one, parentheses, passed out drunk. Second one was mediocre. <laughs> Obviously it didn't matter because if, if she was passed out drunk, then by the time she got to the second one, she couldn't have been much better than a hangover, so surely she wasn't paying too much attention. <laughs> Nope, that didn't matter. January 12th, you're in St. Lucia. Got vegan food after a long hunt with Michaela um, and both of the twos. Oh, so was Michaela already vegan? I know the twos were. Um, I don't know if she had gone yet. She always gets mad at me because the twos are vegan and I jumped from 
meat eater to vegan after like years of being friends with her as a vegetarian. And I was like, I'm vegan. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so then funny. she did go vegan shortly thereafter. I think she had like dabbled before. I don't know where in her journey she was, but either way, we were all on the hunt for some good veg. Understood. Oh, actually, I remember finding basically like it was a restaurant, but it was just someone's like family kitchen and uh, we bought their food. Uh-huh. <laughs> was it great or was it okay? It was really good. Yeah. That's the best. I love those weird little situations that like stick with you. You know, you mm-hmm. eat at so many restaurants in your life, but when you eat in someone, a stranger's home, that one, <laughs> that one will stick with you. That night sounded like fun. You had wine, cards, and piano, um, dinner with a big group, and then it was 70s night. Does that mean like a party or... Uh... 70s, yeah, it's a full cruise ships live for 70s. It's like their number one event. Um, so the twos sing a, like a 70s set of songs and then there's like the band plays all 70s tunes and there's like a disco party and there's like a the dj does it's a gigantic deal are guests supposed to come like bring costumes or um just like some of them do because these cruisers are like full-time cruisers and they know that it's coming um but other Uh ones they'll just like they'll toss out like share wigs and sunny glasses oh sunny glasses (laughs) i like it may he rest in peace (laughs) on january 13th you're in St. John's, Antigua. Man, it's like these islands must be so close to each other. They're just being bang, boom. They are. Um, you went to Dickinson Beach with just Michaela. Got a coconut drink and chairs. Flash rain, but great day. Coconut drink. I'm sure I mean like drink water out of a coconut because that kind of thing thrills me. I'm so basic. <laughs> no, I love it. It's always lukewarm. <laughs> it's like mm, lukewarm coconut water. Totally. It's like only mildly pleasant, but it's out of a coconut, so it's, like, amazing. Yeah, must have it. Um, seasons, mic off for first show. This ship is embarrassing. Yikes. This is not a good representation. Although, you know what? It is, it is a perfect representation. It's just not a favorable representation. Yeah. Uh, Michaela hasn't seen a single good. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, my God, Michael. What? Uh, on January 14th, payday and huge $440 bar bill. Uh, that is huge, but like, so you only pay your bar bill once a month, so it can like easily get away from you. You only put, you put everything on your card, like on your room key, basically. Um, uh-huh. and then you just pay your bill when you get paid. Um, okay. and honestly, like that is a little too big for the drinks being like two bucks, but also it's all you spend your money on. So like, that's imagine all your groceries, all your like social activities and stuff. Sure. And, but that's, that's like for a month. So that's like every meal that you had, at like one of the main restaurants. That's yeah. every, I'm just sitting here thinking like $440. That's a lot of $2 drinks. That's $222 <laughs> drinks. <laughs> AbFab Tech and Welcome Aboard Rehearsal went to drink at Crown, then Centrum with a big group. Apples to Apples, Tanner joined. Poor Apples to Apples. I feel like once Cards Against Humanity came out, everyone was like, no. <laughs> I don't actually remember how to play it, but I do remember that like everyone had that green box in their house. It's the same thing as it's the exact same game as Cards Against Humanity. It's just filthy versus not filthy. Okay. Uh, January 15th, you were at sea. Uh, meet the stars. Uh, you star. Then pool deck and hot tub with Michaela. Imagine farewell was bad as usual. And dinner and dining room. Conditioning. Need to get back to the gym. And room service. Oh, well, weren't scared off by that bar bill there, huh? <laughs> no, I think uh, room service is free because I'm in Michaela's room. She's a guest. Wait a second. Is a cruise ship all-inclusive, like a like an all-inclusive resort in that, like, you said room service is free. Um, it is not all-inclusive. Some are. My first cruise ship was all-inclusive, but some things right. come. You can have room service is free, but you have to, like, pay tips on it, obviously, because it's just okay. 
It's just the same food. As it's just buffet food. Yeah. Um, okay. Basically. That is one of the best things in the world. Okay. Picture this. Picturing. Long, long day in the sun. Been slowly drinking. Nothing's too crazy. You're not sloppy. Okay. Hot. I'm tired. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. hot and tired. And you have that like special like sun-kissed exhaustion that comes mm-hmm. from a day of just like lounging in the sun and letting the sun just sap your strength. Yeah. Like three coronas in a tan. Yes. Then you take a shower. So you're fresh. You put on soft clothes. You sit on a bed. Put on cruise ship TV and order room service. That is, that's vacation right there. That's so nice. Let me darken it for you. You go into your room. There's no window. So you're sitting in a cave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All this actually makes much more sense at a hotel where you can like leave your room if you need to, or like go on a walk. Uh, or look out a window. No, I'm your just. Balcony. I'm just fully jaded by my cruise ship life. But yes, as a guest, it is a glorious thing when you're not sick of it. Yeah, it sounds fabulous. Um, on the 16th of January, you're in Fort Lauderdale. Boo, Florida. <laughs> Cam, um, how do you feel about Florida? Tell us. Fuck off. Okay. One of my girlfriends listened to our recent episode and we talked about adopting a state, and she was like, "You'll be happy to know I know two people who adopted Florida, so you don't have to worry about it." I'm like, oh, oh, good, someone did. Fantastic. God bless. Um. You had breakfast on your ship with Michaela, and then you and Michaela went to AT&T and Panera, apparently. AT&T. Just needed the glory of something, like, very American. Go to, like, a cell phone store and just stand in a line. I just needed that wireless provider fix, you know? (laughs) Uh, AT&T and Panera. I mean, that is a strip mall morning if I ever heard about one. Oh, yeah. That's Um, all Fort Lauderdale is. Like, all we did in Fort Lauderdale was go to strip malls. Don't get me started on that place. (laughs) I do want to go to the Keys, though. Like bright colors, gay, Hemingway, cats, you know, all those things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hemingway and cats, of course. So you said goodbye to Michaela until Japan. Um, Chipotle and internet. So, okay, so wow. AT&T, Panera Bread, Chipotle. What a day. Um, cleaned room for six hours after passenger drill. Looks great. How can you clean a tiny room for six hours? I don't know. That seems crazy. You must have been distracted. Uh, maybe that includes like doing laundry in a, on a ship where there's only a limited amount of space and like renting a vacuum and that kind of shit. You had to rent a vacuum? Yes. And like these awful, like not at all portable vacuums, which I don't understand why they're using on cruise ships and drag them up a bunch of stairs. Uh, truly terrible. Did you have to pay to rent it? No, no, no. Just like library. Sent it, signed it check out. it out. Yeah. <laughs> vacuum library rent implies using money <laughs> <laughs> it's true although you would say you rented a library book don't you or you say you borrow no, a library book out. yeah um all right so on the 17th it's a sea day um slept late and worked on real all day great having a day off and a clean room to enjoy honestly that sounds great mm, yeah um so on the 19th you're in st thomas nothing interesting happens moving right along getting through this year moving right along from the muppet movie I don't know that one. Moving right along. That's all I know of it. <laughs> Sing it one more time. Maybe I'll get it. <laughs> Moving right along. Oh, yeah, yeah, From the Muppet movie. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Moving right along in search of good times and good news. With good friends you can't lose. This could become a habit. On January 20th, Crew Welfare. Ah, your little forum that you took part in. <laughs> how, how, uh diminishing yeah that's the one <laughs> that precious little form that meant nothing um on <laughs> january 20th you took a hip-hop class oh god lol i wish there was a video i just wish there was like the idea have... of you taking a hip-hop class on a rocking boat is like very <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it's amazing to think of. i know exactly what the result will be why do i continue to do this <laughs> you 
Oh, you went to a beautiful vegan organic farm in St. Kitts with a group of people. Oh, yeah. Another like, it was literally just someone's garden, a pretty big garden, but they had a little shack in the front where they would sell food they made from the garden. And then you just sat in picnic tables out in front of it. It was so lovely. That's really nice. Have you ever been to Costa Rica? Yes. When we were there a couple years ago, we stayed at this little area or this little resort right at the base of this huge mountain um, in this like gorgeous like rainforest setting and they have this huge beautiful garden um and um farm that they run and everything that they serve there is grown on that farm so um like it is just it's beautiful like you're just walking by and there's like this pen full of just like pigs basking in the sun and then you walk like a little bit further and there's like a a, a field of corn and there's chickens everywhere and there were puppy labradors oh. i was like were they this eating is the puppies glorious <laughs> no no they were they were pets <laughs> they were like some of the sweetest dogs i've ever met they were just the uh, happiest animals it was so sweet uh on the 21st you had 21st abfab you're in Rousseau, dominica um spent day trying to upload real oh you got it sent at a nice hotel and you sent it to a casting director i think i actually sent it to like 40 of them i just like <laughs> sent that thing out to everyone and i got a bunch of jobs from it that i didn't take because they were all cruise ships um hilarious on the very next day you're in antigua casting director responded to my reel said quote you better sing boy nice job and offered me a ship that is three days in bermuda no period <laughs> three-day cruises for the whole contract yeah so like to the layman bermuda sounds like yay heaven like like you're in the good place but you're actually in the bad place (laughs) like Uh the perk for me of cruise ships is traveling all over so to be in the same very short little loop is sounds mind-numbing i i responded really quickly i was like thank you so much no 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 (laughs) (laughs) how I can't imagine going on a three-day cruise. It seems like a lot of rigmarole to I, go on a three-day cruise. Oh, I think it's a brilliant idea for a guest, just not for me. Like, if you live in New York and a cruise is going out for three days for 300 bucks, like, what a great little weekend. I guess so. Yeah. You when you say take... all these things like crew drills and stuff like that, I'm just like, oh, I have to get settled on this. But I guess it's just like a weekend away at any hotel, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Except at hotels, they don't make you do deck, deck drills. <laughs> just thinking about that. Imagine if you had to do a drill every time you checked into a hotel. Fire drill. We were at a hotel one time in Norway with a bunch of friends and uh fire drill went off like middle of the night. We were up drinking and playing cards, luckily, but we <laughs> all had to run outside um, and made a fun time of it. So that's not that good of a story, but um, if I, you had to do that every time you stayed at a hotel, it'd be a lay miserable. Reminds me of uh, my best friend growing up. I went to visit her at school. Um, she Her college is only like an hour away from mine. And her freshman year, she lived in a tiny, um, it was a single, but they make those singles so tiny. It was like a closet. The bed barely fit, and it was a twin. And I'm staying with her in this, and I got so, so, so drunk that I had atrocious hiccups, like couldn't stop, but big ones like this. (laughs) (laughs) And and I somehow passed out um, in her, like in the tiny space on the floor next to her bed and could only fit by being like halfway out the door. Like I had boots on that were wedging the door open. Um, and <laughs> of course a fire drill happened that night. Mess. And she, yeah. Mess. She had to stumble over my body to get out to safety. <laughs> Did she leave you there? <laughs> yeah. She was probably confused. She's trying to get away from the fire alarm and I'm going. <laughs> Follow up on your dorm story uh, with best friends. Uh, my best girlfriend came uh, from her college to visit me and we went out and got 
hammer drunk, but instead of passing out on my floor, I had a lofted bed and we were both going to sleep in my lofted twin bed, by the way, like only 18 year olds think that's an okay thing to do. Um, and she was so drunk. She couldn't get up the ladder. So I had to go up behind her and she literally sat on my head and I climbed and pushed her up the ladder (laughs) in my bed. You're a very good friend. I absolutely would have left her on the floor. She still likes to bring it up sometimes. All right. Well, I am starving and I think it's lunchtime. So I think we ought to go. Um, could I interest you in a butt pancake? Um, no, I am. I'm good. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Wanted to bring it back. We've had so many horrified reactions to that story. Yeah. Our friend literally just texted us and said, y'all just started listening to episode 52 vomit face, literally froze mid lunch, unable to move. (laughs) Speaking of listeners, um, I've got some listener mail here. I'd like to share. Um, there's a couple. Do you want to read one and I'll read the other bitch? I just read your whole journal. You read to me now. Okay. Bossy bottom. All right. This is from anonymous from Malibu. Hey, Cam and Mike, I'm one of your black gay listeners, and I've been a fan for years. I'm not out, quote unquote, but essentially living in a glass closet at this. Yes, Cam. Um, excuse me. Ah, years. Yes. <laughs> Is that what you're going uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. So we've only actually been out for just, just a year, actually, like tomorrow a year maybe or like this week been a fan from way back feels like years i don't know if that's a compliment or a curse but it's fine i don't know either huh now i'm reevaluating. <laughs> anyway going on i'm not out quote unquote but i'm essentially living in a glass closet at this point lol just listened to your last episode and i want to thank you thanks for acknowledging your privilege and thanks for using your voices and platform to bring a little love positivity and understanding into this world you are needed take care and keep putting out great content that is very kind that is very kind Thank you for your kind words. Really appreciate hearing from you. And then this is from Josh. Josh says, okay, so I'm catching up on episodes and I'm taking the suggestion slash challenge to watch Anne with an E, which we talked about like many many moons ago. Holy crap. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cam hated that show. Anne with an E, that shitty show on Netflix that I disparaged episodes ago. I'm not going to give it any more airtime, but don't watch it. Uh, well, Well, Josh agrees with you because he says, holy crap. Even with incredibly low stakes and very high, I couldn't deal with it with that child. <laughs> oh my god, um, I feel like she'd be worse if you're incredibly high. She talks so much. He says he did an eye roll and then said, "Agreed." Couldn't care less if she gets adopted. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly is such a disservice because or to that story because she's supposed to be really lovable and you want to care that this this precocious little child gets adopted. But I was like, "Nap, give her away." <laughs> don't care i don't know the end of green gables story at all is she just an orphan always in green gables <laughs> yeah you pretty much told the story that's it <laughs> well then i don't need to watch it do i uh, it's a very short book em <laughs> was an orphan she lived in green gables she talked way too fucking much she annoyed her parents so much they gave her up for adoption the end <laughs> that's hateful <laughs> anyone out there who's adopted know that that's not what happened (laughs) it's not what happened probably all right i think that is all we've got for you today cam if people want more of my best friend's journal where can they find us find us online at mybestfriendsjournal.com find us on instagram twitter and facebook at mbfj podcast and email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com and also as always please be sure to rate review and subscribe on itunes all right that's another episode done until next time mike always remember 
we may have misled you about what glory holes are. Um, according to Urban Dictionary, what are they, Cam? A glory hole is a hole made in a thin wall or other type of partition where a man can insert their penis for sexual stimulation by an anonymous partner on the other side. They can be found in bathrooms and the stall wall, in private rooms found in adult bookstores, and in dark rooms and labyrinths and bathhouses. Open rooms and bathhouses with many glory holes are called a succatorium and often have a raised level on one side of the holes to allow for everyone to stand. I'm sorry, did you just use the word succatorium? <laughs> Isn't that what you called your childhood bedroom? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Pineapple hands. God uh, damn it. Anything else. Literally anything else. I love that you're also singing those lyrics instead of Under the Sea. It's like catchier. It's definitely not catchier. It just happens to be the <laughs> thing that's stuck in my head. Um, it's like better, I think. I think maybe I did a better job. <laughs> you fucking psycho.